What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Welcome to our first podcast of the new year, 2021. And looking back at 2020, wow, it was one of the longest and most chaotic years ever, but also seemed to simultaneously fly by. It seemed like forever and like no time at all. Hmm. It's strange how time can do that. I took a long holiday break, longer than I thought. I was only going to take a couple weeks off. I ended up taking about three weeks off, but now it's been about a month since a podcast came out. But, you know, it takes a week of work to get a podcast out. So I needed that three weeks. Thought I only needed two, but no, I needed three. And I took those three and it felt good. Feels good, man. Great documentary you should check out. Things at the house are good. My wife is very pregnant. Uh, We just entered our third trimester. So in April, we have the boy coming on the way. Don't know the name yet. I have one that I like. She has one that she likes. I doubt that I'll win, but we'll see how it goes. Everything's looking good. Um, It it is a normal baby so far. Uh, Man... New Year's Day this year, or New Year's Eve this year, was a horrible fucking day, because I found out that one of my favorite rappers of all time died, and I'm not going to be able to give some sort of great tribute, because I'm just doing this off the cuff, and I, and I haven't thought about it, and there are plenty of great tributes out there, you know, Mike Eagle did a great one, Joseph Chilliams did a great one, Aesop Rock, and Homeboy Sandman did a great one. Um, where they actually put some art into it. There have been plenty of podcast episodes that are specifically dedicated to MF Doom, but, you know, I just want to say that of all the miserable celebrity deaths this year, or even in my life, this is probably the first time that I ever actually shed, like, real tears and cried a bunch on that day because I just couldn't believe it. Um, I, at first it read, like, a villainous prank. I was like, oh, this is, he's marketing a new record. Fantastic. And then, you know, the more that I kept reading, the more I realized that he had actually passed away. And it just really hurt because he's one of those guys um, that has just been special to me for 20 years, you know. Operation Doomsday was the first thing I heard from him. And to this day, it's one of those records that I still listen to, you know, at least every couple of months. When I can't think of what else to listen to, it's one of those ones. For me, it's right up there um, in my personal pantheon of like Snoop Dogg Doggy Style, Red Man Dares a Dark Side, Scarface The Diary, Wu-Tang Clan, 36 Chambers, or a- any Wu-Tang, Ghostface Killer, Supreme Co- Clientele. These are all records from my past that I revisit a lot. Cameron, Purple Haze, like Operation Doomsday is right there with all of my fucking favorite records. And that's just one of the his records. Like, he doesn't have a bad record. Everyone has a different favorite MF Doom record. That's because they're all great. And it's really about just which one you fell in love with first. I think that's the important thing is like when you found it and why it was important to you at that time, that's going to be your favorite one. So I know a lot of people love Mad Villainy. I know that's the most widely spread one. For me, it's Operation Doomsday. For a lot of people, it's Food. Danger Doom, I mean, Victor Vaughn, all of them are just 
I don't know, accomplishments, you know. He really changed rap forever in my eyes, and I think he'll live forever because of that. Yeah. You know, the only person that I texted was Mike just because Mike has told me so many times, right? I just know off top, like, how much uh, Mike Eagle uh, loves MF Doom and... You know, it was uh, just so hard. And so the, and so then when I heard his uh, tribute to him and he mentions buying a mask off Etsy, I went, oh, I want to I want a mask off Etsy. So I immediately went to Etsy and purchased a mask, maybe probably the same one that he got. And I'm not sure. I'm hoping that it's not a scam and that a real MF Doom mask shows up at my crib because it said the buyer was in London and I bought it, you know, probably... I bought it like whichever day Mike put that out. It was probably the 2nd or the 3rd of January. The buyer said that it was located in London, but then a shipping label was made instantaneously, but the shipping label is in India. And to to date, it has not shipped yet. It just says that a shipping label is prepared. So we might be having a uh, return to Etsy situation on my hands. Who knows? I'm just hoping that the mask makes it. I'm hoping that I'm also hoping that the mask makes it to wherever he's going. He has a line that I've tweeted out randomly a million fucking times. Everybody knows it. But he says, you know, I keep a flick of you with the machete sword in your hand. Everything is going according to plan. And he's talking about his brother. And that line always just hit me a certain way. And it's the first line that I thought of when he died. And I, you know, just hope he gets to see his brother wherever he ended up. Uh, The other miserable thing that happened already in this new year was an attempted coup, insurrection. I'm not going to talk about it too much because it has been beaten to death. And all of you know my political leanings and my views on this. You know, supposedly they're going to fucking impeach Trump again or make Mike Pence plead the 25th Amendment. Who knows? I just hope some kind of punishment takes place because I am fearing the worst for America as a country. I think this is probably one of the first of many attempted insurrections. Uh, I think there are going to be a lot of seditionists, and I think it's not going to happen fast. It's going to happen slowly right in front of our eyes. We're going to mistake these people for idiots that are acting out. And meanwhile, they're going to be organizing in the shadows and they're going to be well organized. And there's eventually going to be a successful one. If a lot of jail terms aren't handed out, if a lot of punishment is doled out and people are put in check. And that's not just those rioters. That's not just those seditionists. That's the politicians that encouraged it. That's obviously Donald Trump, but it's also Ted Cruz. It's also Josh Howley. It's also that fucking senator that looked the other way when his wrestling coach was molesting kids that never wears a jacket, whatever that fuckhead's name is. Jim Jordan. All these guys that have been encouraging this shit. Lindsey Graham. All these people that have been his yes men and that have encouraged blurring the lines of truth and fiction, blurring the lines of reality, gaslighting the country. You know, the gaslight continues as as this was happening and we were all watching these Trump fanatics try to overtake the Capitol building 
instantly that piece of shit Matt gets is like, yeah, those were that was Antifa. What the fuck? They're literally pissing on our feet and telling us that it's raining. And uh, they've been successful with it. And I don't think this is the end. I know I said I wasn't going to rant about this for a long time. It's turning into a long time. There are just so many thoughts. I just hope that I don't see our country turn into a fascist dictatorship like the radicalized right is wanting it to become and that we end up the bad guys in the next world war. Because guess what? If we're the bad guys in the next world war, the whole world is probably going to get taken over because we have a disproportionately huge military. We are going to be the axis of fucking evil. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like you and I are going to be living in a country that is going to try to fucking eventually take over the rest of the world if something drastic doesn't happen. I mean, our country already tries to take over the rest of the world all the fucking time, but it's dark times, man. So yeah, uh, 2021, off to a off to a wild start already. But in my little bubble, we're good. The wife's happy. I'm fine. The baby's on the way. The dog's good. We're good. I hope that you're good too. I hope that this year treats you good, treats you well. But I was just trying to keep a theme. This week on the show, we have a gentleman named Young Morpheus, who I found out about early last year because of his record with Pink Sifu called Bag Talk. And then I was reminded of him again because he's pretty good homies with Idris. I was just like, oh, yo, have you met Young Morpheus? You got to check him out. I'm like, oh, wait, I know that name. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so we worked it out and had him on. And uh, I really enjoyed talking to him. Uh, he's put out a lot of music this year. Uh, or last year, 2020, he put out a lot of music. But this last record that he just put out, Mise en Place, he took a big stylistic leap forward, which makes me think the things that he already has in the bag moving forward are really going to be something special. And he happened to have just put out a record this week that I've not had a chance to listen to yet. I think the song that he performed is on that new record. It is Championship Spliff. The new record is called States of Precarity, and it's on his band camp right now, and it'll probably end up on streaming sites in the future, but I'm looking forward to hearing this one because, I don't know, something clicked with him, and I really think he's hit his stride, and yeah, can't speak highly enough about him. Great dude, great conversation, just really good presence, and I think we're going to be hearing a lot more about him in the future. So, without further ado, here's my conversation with Young Morpheus. What what were you doing in New Mexico? Just chilling, man. Me and my like girl was just needed to get out of all this weird shit for a second. Yeah, for you real. know what I mean. Do you have fam in New Mexico, or you just went out there to like be in the desert? Nah, she does. And they was they was going out of town and needed their like crib watched and shit. And they got a big ass crib and shit. So that's right. Did you get any work done while you were there? Yeah, yeah. Really? A lot. 
Nice. Yeah, because I just be smoking and writing whenever it's like, you know what I mean, like rap time and shit. So it seems like you've been writing a lot because yeah. you had a very busy 2020. Yeah. You had at least four projects. Yeah, about I think plus yeah. or minus. Yeah, yeah. One of them is a beat tape. Yep, exactly. You had a full length LP. Yep. You had an EP. Yep. And a collaborative effort with Pink Sifu. Yeah. That's a busy motherfucking year. Yeah, yo. I'll be trying. How did it feel being that busy in a year that's like kind of so shitty? I feel you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. How was it? I mean, that show was different, but not because I'm always like always inside just doing shit anyway. So it felt normal? Yeah. As far as the like creative part goes, you know, like there wasn't really a change of pace. Maybe like going to whatever studios I would go to less, but I'm always just like, well let me ask you this do you feel like maybe you i I watch a lot of boxing right yeah and at a certain age boxers come into their prime Mm -hmm. and they start destroying motherfuckers and even from projects at the end of last year to be the beginning of this year i felt like maybe something clicked and kind of went overdrive with you do you feel like you just reached your prime perhaps Uh, man not even i'm trying but there definitely has is a stride that has been hit yeah i feel the prime mode hasn't happened because I got to live more life, I think. Yeah. But there's definitely been a stride that I've been I've been trying to get somewhere sonically, and I've reached one of those notches. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But, yeah. Which I I feel like as a young artist would be such a bummer in a year like 2020 where you can't go perform any of these songs yeah, where you're hitting your sure. stride, right? For sure. Have you gotten to play out a lot before the pandemic? Um. Yeah, yo. There was we was actually playing some ill joints for the bag talk shit. Okay. And them shits was kind of going up, so it was definitely weird because the shows were about to go crazy, like yeah. the first three or four some shit before all this shit happened that were something you know right so that was definitely like a ah fuck i was trying to do these new raps out there but right it's not safe right now no it's not <laughs> yeah so you drove here from long beach is that where you're from uh nah i'm from miami originally that's right you said that on one of the songs mm-hmm. i've been trying to say that more because cat's been getting it like I was in New York for a while, so niggas be thinking I'm from New York, and then they just think I'm, I'm from L.A. and shit. Are you just a bit of a chameleon? Uh, not even. I mean, I do a, adapt because yeah. we have to, you right. know, but... But you talk about fuck a code switch. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. don't adapt too much. Yeah, and have definitely had to do that a multitude of times. Really? Yeah, man, for sure. Like... I've delved into the professional world when I've had to, you know, and really? definitely had to do the like, all right, let me snap into it. Yeah, yo, because I'm not trying to break the little. I got you. I don't want them to know what's going on. I don't need the, what are you doing later? You know? Right. How long were you in Miami? You're like raised there? Yeah, yo. Born and raised from like, from a jit to. That's how I really know you're from Florida. You say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. How'd your folks end up in Florida? Um, Pops was Jamaican, and he came out to Miami when he was, like, 16 because just, like, wild shit out there. So he had to dip. And then how'd your mom end up in Miami? Uh, She was born there. Um, Her mom was from, like, the South. Yeah. And then met my granddad on her side. 
um, in Miami and shit, but that nigga was from the Bahamas. Okay. So her side is half Bahamian, half, like, black out here. Yeah. And then Pops is full Jamaican and shit. Right. Yeah. And then you mentioned on one of your songs, I think, that your father was in jail as a kid, as you're a kid. Yeah, yo. Like, did you... Was he around when you were a young youngster? Yeah, he was always there, yo. Yeah. Like, nigga just got knocked when I was, like, 14 and shit. Okay, yeah. So yeah. you spent a lot of significant time with him. You feel me? Yeah. 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 Definitely was, wasn't, was like, an absentee nigga. But that's a hard time for a dad to go somewhere. For sure. Because, look, as different as our lives probably were, yeah. my fucking dad had to take off because of the military when I was, like, mm -hmm. 13. And then he didn't get back till I was, like, 16 and a half, 17. Word. And that gap of time... It's a wild time. You're a different fucking human being. Like, yeah, that's yo. when the beard starts growing. That's when you get your driver's license. That's yeah. When, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, all the stuff. They miss all the things. Yeah, yo. Yeah, do you look back and go, damn, my dad missed all those things? Yeah, man, because he didn't get out till what, I was, like... 21 or some oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that's hard, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, shit, you know how it goes with this system that they've made. Yeah, of course. But, um, yeah, that shit was bugged out. There was so many times where, a nigga, like, I visited that nigga and it was like, you know, you could tell the questions were like, ah, shit. Yeah. I want to see this right now, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, tell me this, but in, like, excruciating detail. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like. Because he's trying to catch up. Yeah, Trying man. to figure it all out with you. Yeah, yeah. yo. That's terrible, man. How, how yeah. far away was he? He was in, um, they be moving niggas around a lot when you in the feds and shit. So he was in Orlando for a little bit. Yeah. And then he was in. That's like a couple hours away. Yeah. And then he was in like outskirts of Georgia for a while. And then Alabama for a little bit. And man, that, that fucking yeah, sucks. Just bloop, bloop, bloop. And were you able to visit him when he's in, like, Georgia and Alabama? Yeah. I mean, Alabama shit, I think I was able to go once because that was, I feel like that was more when I was in college, I think. Yeah. So that was, like, around the tail end, but. That's so yeah, hard, yo, man. That's that so shit hard. was weird. Yeah, man. It's definitely wild. How did your mom deal with that, raising you those years by herself? Yo, I was just talking to her the other day, just being like, yo, thank you. Yeah. She she held it down, yo. Yeah. She held it the fuck down. There was definitely, like, very hard moments and shit, uh, but she held it down all the way. Siblings? You got siblings? Yeah, How a many? couple. A lot. Oh, God. I got to count them things. Are you the oldest? Mm, I'm the oldest of, oldest of my mom and dad's children. Yeah, right. And then my dad has like a couple other children, and they're older than me. Yeah. So, yes and no. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like you. the oldest and within the siblings that I grew up with. Right. Yeah. So interesting dynamic, but it's like seven. Holy smokes. More, more or less, but I grew up with just my little brother and sister who are like in their 20s yeah. and then got a, a new little brother from mom and dad who are he's like 12 oh wow yeah yeah, yeah. so you didn't really grow up with that youngest one um not not really i was there for like the beginning shit right. you know what i mean right. like it was a lot of weird shit like in the grocery store and shit you know what i'm saying yeah like me with him like oh my god look at that new fuck you know what i mean yeah, I'm yeah. like oh hell no yeah yeah but, yeah People so like, like oh is that yours yeah man i mean i milked that shit to be honest there was <laughs> definitely moments where like lines were wild long and shit yeah. and i was like 
yeah, for sure. Let me to the front. Right, like right. my son is asleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> but for the most part, that shit sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so what is early life in Miami like? Hmm. That shit was fun. Yeah. What did you get into as a as a jit? <laughs> um. When I was like young, young, it was like hello like anime shit yeah and then like i was doing fucking kendo for a second that like sword no shit wooden sword shit yeah bro for like a fucking year when i was in like what maybe seventh grade or something that's legit hey (laughs) you know what i was a 80s baby and so it was like karate kid was the shit, boy. so there was like three years i was in taekwondo like i'm Boom. about to be daniel larusso yes. in this bitch i was in tournaments and shit like, yo you feel that. me yeah it's like yo i'm locked in i'm I a be, fighter yeah i became like a brown belt i think nice and yeah, you know what far. yeah and then and then in a tournament one time sparring i got kicked i said nah you know what this ain't for me <laughs> so yo nah i ain't like how he kicked me right yeah, now I said, you know what that was very disrespectful we're not supposed to be I'm kicking not fucking with that, that. Yeah, no. exactly <laughs> Okay, uh, but yeah, so you used to do ke- you used to do kendo. Yeah, Did you man. guys like wallop each other with them fucking swords. Yeah, yeah, with the like armor and shit. And then sometimes niggas would put on the uh, we'd like fight with the um. You got like samurai costumes on, damn near. Huh? Yeah, bro, I was big into that shit. And then like I started breaking and shit. Really? Yeah, and then like it was like a moment where I, I it was funny as hell. I, I remember driving from school one day. I think it was like. It had begun to be ninth grade. Yeah. The dojo called me. I was like, yo, you ain't been coming. Like, you about to slide? What's going on? We just want to make sure, like, yeah. you was kind of nice. What's, what's good? And I started break, like, going to this little, like, club or whatever where niggas was breaking and shit and was like, yo, this shit, I'm kind of fucking with this. Yeah. And it just pivoted. Like, told him I wasn't. And then was just breaking for, like, years. No shit. Hard. Really? Like, competitively yeah. like hard yeah so that's the main you thing. had power moves and shit yo little, little something you know i was i'm on my style for work shit you yeah. know what i mean yeah that was my steez that was the first like you know mu- music in a thing yeah this you know what i mean yeah right were you in like a crew yeah Did you guys ever travel and battle other crews and yeah, shit? yeah man my niggas mf kids yeah. <laughs> That's really what, yeah yo yeah, yeah. what's going around like new york philly montreal like montreal got a big ass break scene huh? yeah That's it like, does yeah and it's fun out there it's tight montreal has actually a very cool breaking scene for sure um so how long did you stay involved with breakdancing Yo, for like a while, basically from beginning of high school to like tail end of college, for real. No shit. Yeah, because it was, that was like another like watershed moment where I started like getting in, interested and in maybe playing around with music and shit. Yeah. And then was just like locked in. So I was still breaking, but was less intrigued by the competitive part because it was getting like redundant. Yeah. I was hearing a lot of same music. There was getting to be moments where I was like, I would go to like a practice session and shit with niggas and be trying to listen to like doom instrumentals and other shit. And niggas would be like, we don't want to break to this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So then there started to be a moment where my mind was just 
pivot and different yeah, yeah you know yeah and then the music thing what does a breaking crew in miami look like <laughs> like, like diversity word i was, <laughs> I was just that, about to say <laughs> that shit must be diverse than a motherfucker <laughs> yo that's act yes wow yeah. yes <laughs> that's fucking hilarious um what we got we had me another nigga who is black uh Mexican homie, yeah. uh, one, I want to, I don't want to get it wrong. I think he was Thai. Yeah. Uh, and then another homie who was like black and Puerto Rican, like There's a, all a more Asian homies, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was definitely a like. The whole United Nations. Yeah, everybody. That's tight. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was super dope. Is Miami, um, or at least your in your experience, a melting pot? Mm, more or less. Because p- people think L.A. is a melting pot, and it kind of isn't really. Yeah, I would. L.A. and New York are both relatively segregated. Yeah, you feel yo. Me? Yeah. And it, it's kind of like similar in that regard, I'd say, though, because, like, niggas be thinking out about Miami, but you also have, like, very clearly drawn out, like, oh, black people over here, Latino yeah. people over here, white people right here. But it's so, interesting down there because you can take yeah. two turns and be in a completely different neighborhood, yeah. but they kind of look the same. It's bugged out. It, yeah. You can really tell them, like, in the schooling and shit because yeah. they did it. They would do the, like the academic tracking shit like Mm. very intensely so you would see it like that it'd be like black and latino and like poor white niggas and the like regular and uh like some in the advanced classes and then all the gifted shit was like just white jewish cats yeah and then like me and two other niggas you like, was in the advanced gifted classes? Yeah, oh, that shit was a wild I could pick up on ride. that. Yeah. I mean, off top, you seem like a smart motherfucker, real talk. Yeah, uh, you know, I listened to this podcast a while back, and I already shouted out on this show, but it was called Nice White Parents. Mm-hmm. And I actually found out that, like, gifted programs are rooted in racism. Exactly. And I didn't know that shit, because exactly. my whole life I was in gifted programs. Word. Yeah, man. It was like a way to, when schools got segregated, white parents were like, we yes. don't want our fucking white. Exactly. kids around the fucking black students so let's put them in this gifted program and keep the black kids out that part isn't that wild yeah yo oh, and I, I like was in that not realizing it yeah until like i went to college and started studying sociology and shit and, and was like yo like wrote, wrote a whole like what 10 12 page paper about that no shit that whole thing as a case study oh, so like you were up on it yeah yo. I, I literally just learned it last year that oh, shit man. is bugged. It is. It's bugged because you know you like you go when you uh, when you watch like niggas uh, change classes and shit. And you're like, oh word, the schools that look, everybody's here. And yeah. then when you go into the classrooms, you right. see the real yep. picture, and that's nuts. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so tell me about school for you. Were you from jump like a good student, early reader and shit like that? Low key. Yeah, that was, it was pretty, like, shit wasn't, like, difficult, you know yeah, what I mean? It yeah. definitely was just, like, clicking yes. type shit, yeah. for sure. Because that's really what happens in elementary school, is, yeah. like, is, like, you can see other kids struggling, and then you can see the kids that are, are like, bored as fuck going, yeah. like, I'm way past this. Yeah, it was one of those, yeah. like, for sure, because I think, uh, fucking, like, what happened, I was in, like, second grade and shit, 
and um after two weeks maybe or something my parents was like yo he bored like we need to do it because i guess they was researching like the shit about kids skipping grades and shit at that yep, time it was yep. like oh all we need to do is talk to someone and then they can just give him a test and whoop de whoop de whoop yeah so then i did that that test and shit and it was like yo we could put him in like fourth grade right now or we could just skip him to third what y'all trying to do yeah and it was like Yo, just put him in third, because that would be like... Damn, so you skipped a grade? Yeah, almost two, that would have been... But I would have been fucked up if at it was... At the same... Yo, literal same story. My mom was an educator. She actually taught at the same school that I went to. Okay. And, and we were a very small town. And word. so... so in second grade, it was the same thing. My teachers were like, yo, huh. he should be skipping to like third or fourth grade. And my mom went, he's already the youngest kid in his class because I had a summer birthday. Yo, what's your birthday? My shit is July 1st. July 8th. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Exactly. So Cancers. same shit. It yeah. was like, yo, nah, he'll be too young. That was exactly it. I was already the youngest kid in my class. And my yep. mom's like, well, I'm not advancing him because the social dichotomy of school is just yeah. as important as like learning cursive. You feel me? Like yeah. nobody cares about that shit. It's, it's sure. more about learning your place in society. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's stuff yeah. that you learn at those moments. That's it. it definitely affected how shit was, you know, yeah. like I think graduation was, I was like 16. And no then shit. Was, wasn't 21 until after I was done with college yeah. basically, yeah. you know? Yeah. I was so like was the latest weird. of all my friends to get yeah. a driver's license and all that shit. You know what like, I mean? Like, yo, whip me around. Why? Yeah. Why? You don't got it? Nah, shh. I'm, I'm 14. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, dog. <laughs> but, um. Did you enjoy it though? You, you were like a learner. Um, I enjoyed it when I enjoyed it. Yeah. If I didn't, I was off it. Same. You know what I mean? Like if I if it was some shit that I felt was intriguing or worth like worth my time, I'd extra. lock in yeah. and be like, "Ooh, that shit's tight." Yo. Also, while I was writing this, I saw this. You heard about this? Yeah, but if exactly. it was some shit that I was like, "Yo, this bullshit," I'd be like, "All right, what I got to do to get a." A, a B minus right. a C, something to make me look like I'm doing I. Yeah. It's only one subject, so you know what I mean. That makes total sense. Super very, like very relatable. Yeah. Were you into athletics as a kid, or were nah. you kind of in your room drawing and shit? Yeah, nah. The definitely the latter. Yeah, no I was sure. super off the like intramural sport. Yeah. All it like no, know. I'm not trying to. Did you have a friend group? Uh, or were you kind of a loner. Yeah, I mean. Here and there, yo, yeah. like always, like uh, kind of off to the side with with a couple of niggas, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I you know you. what I mean. Like would have maybe four cats who was around, but I'd be like in the cut, yeah, out of them cats, and then that group would switch around based on things that happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then eventually, super loner, jaded shit after the collegiate era that okay. was definitely the moment that was like "Ooh, yeah i'm taking a step back yeah for sure well so tell me about those um the very formative years of like 12 13 i feel like that's where people really like mm -hmm. find their music taste Word. and find nice. their entertainment shit right like yeah. that's kind of where you start to establish who you are as a, as a human for sure like. like the stuff that you fucking with like i still fuck with the records i loved when i was 13 years old to this day for sure you know what i mean like I was so just listening to one of them yeah well yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah what, exactly who are your guys that you found i feel like low-key the start of that shit would have to be like uh 
it was like the anime shit was yeah uh like bleeding over because I got big into that samurai shampoo shit uh-huh. at one point, and I think I might have been what like eleven, twelve when that shit was bussing, and uh, it was just like beats in the whole joint. Yeah. Like the whole score to that shit was like Nujabes, Tsuchi, uh, Force of Nature, Fat John, like hella Japanese producers. And yeah. I was young as hell, like, what is this music that's yeah. playing? I'm watching this show. Like, I like the sword shit, but this music is bugged. Yeah. So I would look shit up and then start to get into that shit. Like, just their albums of their own accord. So you were an instrumental cat. Just, that was like, the early shit that yeah. got me tapped into that shit and then no kidding like adult swim shit yeah. had me on the like doom and danger i think danger doom was the first doom record i heard yeah. and i put it on my psp yeah type shit and was like whoa what is it and yeah. then it you know down the rabbit hole he fell man that's so wild to like you know if I don't know. R.I.P. Doom, man. Like, yeah, this has been a hard yeah. week, man. For I, sure. Already. <laughs> Already. Oof. Not to be corny, but, like, that's literally the first celebrity I've ever, like, really cried tears over, man. Because I've been listening yeah, to that yo, motherfucker for 20 shit. years, bro. Like, this you. is, like, that's like John Lennon dying for me or some shit. You same shit. Like, how my mom's felt when Prince died. That's you know exactly I mean? it. Or, like, when people, yeah, how, how people were feeling when Prince and Bowie died. I'm like, this is, must be how it felt. Yeah. Because those ones didn't hit me like this one did for sure. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's just been interesting this whole week to hear mm-hmm. how people relate to him in what sense. Because I found out about him in probably 2003-ish. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I was, like, in college. And uh, um, Doomsday had been out. Operation Doomsday had been out for a little while. Mm-hmm. But it was before the big, like, push of mm-hmm. food, mad villainy. Yeah, yeah, because like, he started to go crazy. Was, yeah, Danger Doom is before all that. It was mm-hmm. right, And I was, like, heavy into it. So when all yeah. those started dropping, I was like, Oh my God, this guy is the king. Yeah, yeah, like, yo, you know, shit. You're right. Yeah, but yeah. so to hear somebody that's just yeah. like in junior high finding out yeah, via yo. danger doom, like, that's like a whole nother trip, dog. You but, feel me? but it's weird how, too, like, I, being exactly. a half generation older than you, like, we're still bugging out over the same shit. Yeah, like, man. That that's a that's an artist that, like, transcends. That's the beauty of music, though. Man. You know what I mean? Man. Like, for you to be experiencing that in college and then for me to be at whatever moment that yeah. was being like yo i think this is the music that i like this is my you, shit you know what i mean like and i can hear it in your music to this day when i listen to your beats i'm like right. oh man this dude grew up listening to fucking special right. herbs you know what i mean like, should, whoof, yeah. that, that i can hear was it in the, the drums one. i can hear it in all that shit yeah, yeah. man special yeah. herbs changed everything for your boy yeah. like the rap shit is a given but like Special Herbs was one of the first, like, records that I bought for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yo, I want a record. Yo, you don't even got a record player. Nah, I just want this. Yeah. I'm going to find a record player. Right. I just need that. You know right. what I mean? Like, And so as you're this little, like, anime bugged out kid in 7th, 8th grade listening mm-hmm. to instrumentals and finding about out about MF Doom, yeah. while all your friends, or, like, all the other kids in your school are fucking, you know, listening to whatever's on the radio and shit, like, h- how does that affect your mentality about mainstream culture or whatever? <laughs> that was big, like, Wayne time, I feel. Oh, yeah, that was you know oh, I mean? prime Wayne. I was, like, into that shit also, but, like, knew where home was, yeah. if that made sense. Like, yeah. 
because I, I was in Miami, so I was like gonna fuck with the Trina and Trick Daddy and Ludacris and all that off GP. Yeah, but yeah, that shit just felt like home. How like, how, how does um, Pitbull and Flo Rida play in Miami? <laughs> Is that like Fosters in Australia, where it's like we don't fuck with that in real life, bro? Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically that shit just was going stupid. Like when I feel like whatever was like super like college yeah. music what you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like i think uh like he hearing that and it, like asher roth and shit oh, at the I same know. you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. yeah i want to tell you something funny and listening to your music Yo, i was a little i was a little intimidated to speak to you just because i was like man this dude gonna come here and see that I'm white and it's gonna be an awkward ass conversation because there's a lot of like there's a lot of like yo fuck these crackers fuck yeah, and yo. I was like oh fuck I don't know I was like intimidated a bit I feel you yo niggas be having that perception this you're shit, a very but... serious rapper you like you rap about very serious things and it, and uh, yeah, it you, just... you you come off as a very like uh, easily approachable guy in real life word yeah man I mean that rap shit is like that's that those are the moments where I'm getting to the truest truths, you know what I'm saying? Bleeding. Yeah, yeah. So, but that that don't be, gotta be how life is all the time. Right. You can't be one nigga all the time, and you can't right. be like just fucking ex. You know, I let people show me their character first. I used to talk a lot about that back when I was uh, an artist. My my music was like mainly sad. You know what I'm saying? It's like Word. mainly emo shit, right? Yeah, I feel you. And then people would be surprised when they meet me in real life and I'm smiling and cracking yeah, yeah, jokes yeah. and I'm a smart ass and, yeah, and, yeah. and approachable. And they're like, oh, they're expecting me to like be dropping gems at all times and speaking in fucking soliloquies. Yeah, and so shit. my God. <laughs> yo. And I'm like, nah, dude, I just like, like I'm to a talk. Dude, yo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like to tell dick jokes. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, not every people aren't one dimensional. That's man. it. People yeah. aren't one dimensional. And there's like, well, you and know. I, and I feel like if your music is getting out your innermost thoughts yeah. and your innermost thoughts are that heavy, how fucking much of a burden would it be to be wearing those on your sleeve at all times? That's what I'm saying, yo. Like to be to have to do that every mo every waking moment would be unbearable yeah. and insufferable to other people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, at, at some point, I like you got to be honest in your daily life, but everything isn't for everybody all the time, right? You know, right? Like, gotta move the way you you know just, yeah. just fucking it's the world yo you can't be one thing no that's real yeah so then you get to high school and you're still in all these advanced classes are you taking like you taking like um ap classes and shit like getting yeah, ahead in college i was ap'd up yeah, for sure. yeah i was ap'd up like 11th 12th like yeah give me give me five out of six ap classes wow yeah. oh no <laughs> like, shit you're one really of those dudes yeah. like definitely was trying to freak it um well how was high school for you let's go there I mean, that shit was straight, you know. It was straight because of the breaking shit. Yeah. Because that was definitely, like... That was your social life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I wasn't really tapped into the other shit. I was just like, you know, I'll be breaking. Did people at your school know you as a breaker, or did or was for that sure. kind of hidden from them? Mm, nah, because it was, it was, like, a fairly, like, there was a couple of open areas in the school so we just break there when we was at school and yeah. shit like during lunch and shit like yo alright I'm gonna eat real quick and bong 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 cause I finally have 40 minutes to do whatever or whatever you know what I mean so I was just doing that so it was chill yeah, yeah. so people would see you at lunch getting down and shit yeah and be like yo do you also tag 
Uh, nah, yo. I was gonna say, nah, if, almost. Because I was gonna say, if you could tag almost. beatbox break, because I already know you produce rap, I'm like, you are really the embodiment of hip hop over here. Jesus Christ, yo, almost, man. That shit was too spicy. Yeah, like. I don't know them niggas in Miami or with the with the like the writing and graffiti shit was yeah. very serious, serious. and yeah. it, like niggas was getting stabbed and shit mm, like and tag was, banging and yeah, shit. Yeah, yo, like yeah. I'm cool, dog. Right. I'm, I fuck it with the art and shit, but I'm not about to get, get stabbed over politics. a throwy, bro. I'm cool, like absolutely not. Yo, you cross my shit, like. Right. Y'all could keep that. I will admire whatever is up. That's so you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Was very close. I was like, yo, I'm gonna get a black. Nah, <laughs> I do not need a black book. <laughs> so with as well as you were doing in school, it was kind of like college was never not an option. Yeah, it was always in the plans right? for sure. Okay, so. yeah, that was definitely like the parents were like, boom, that's what you're doing. Yeah, I feel like maybe colleges must have been throwing scholarships at you, like academic scholarships. Yo, it was it was like. Uh, like here and there because yeah. i was very like set on getting out of florida and shit yeah you so, had your mind made up yeah yo so i was like i applied to maybe two florida schools and it was like yo boom pull up yeah you don't gotta pay shit right and but i was applying to like columbia and blah 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 and all oh, the other really? shits like yeah. i was trying to do the shit for sure yeah and then like i think Columbia NYU waitlisted me and then some other shits let me in but didn't give me bread. Yeah. I tried to go to Howard but they didn't give me enough bread. And then I applied to fucking Boston College for no reason. Yeah. Cause there was like some cat who pulled up and was like, yo, da 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 da. I was like, I remember them talking about this. Whatever. I remember I think they'd be giving niggas money. Yeah. And they gave me the most bread. Wow, so you so went to Boston like, College. Yeah, man. But it you, was wow, weird. That, you're very legit educationally. So what was what was Boston College like? Was that a big shock for you moving there? For sure, because yeah. my dumb ass did not visit or anything. Like, No way. You just nah. went blind? Yeah, yo. Holy I was just shit. like on some headstrong young nigga shit, like very like, I need to get out of Florida. And this and is not, when you're like barely 17? Yeah, exactly. Quite quite literally. Like, And I've, now that I'm looking back on it, that was probably not probably definitely shaped by like probably wanting to be out of uh whatever scenario shit happened with my pops in and shit yeah you know what I mean? escaping a bit yeah for yeah. surely it was definitely tied to that in a way so i was just like dead set like yo i gotta do it yeah so then i ran that and then got there and was like oh shit like the what fucking the Arrested Development shit when uh, Michael Bluth be like, I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. immediately, really? immediately upon landing and coming outside, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, is it cold? Aside from the cold oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Just everything else. Yo, Boston is weird. I I've only been to Boston once, but it seemed kind of weird to yeah, me. Yeah, I'm not fucking with it. No disrespect to the homies from Mass, but I'm not a fan of Boston, yo. Yeah. Did you live on campus? Um, for most of my time. Did you yeah. end up graduating from Boston College? Yeah. Wow. What did you yeah. major in? Sociology. That That is what you majored in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started with a, a philosophy joint and then was like, I'm tired of hearing these old white Yo, dudes say the same shit. Philosophy's like, so hard, too, though. That shit. But honestly, 
like yes and no because like after a certain point it's just fucking like bullshitting wax poetic and like regurgitating certain philosophical terms referencing an old white nigga like put Nietzsche here put this nigga here put you know what I mean philosophy also got a lot more god shit than I would have assumed in it yeah it's a lot of god stuff for sure and that was like I was like all right yo yeah, it, it got old, and the people in those classes are like insufferable, yo. They they just want to hear themselves speak and think they're the next fucking Socrates. Yeah. Like, I, right. you know what I mean? Now I'm a bit biased because I was a big sociology. Fan. I majored in uh, photography, but it, if I wouldn't have done that, it would have been sociology. All Word. my favorite classes were sociology. Yeah, same. Uh, wouldn't you think that sociology is the best major for a rapper? For sure. Right? For sure. Isn't it? For sure. Without a doubt. Because rap really is just like talking about sociology. You talk, you're talking about you society. You're trying to speak the language of the people right. to tell them the current social, like, social situation yeah. at, at its core. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like, it wasn't a conscious thing, but it definitely like shaped what probably how this all happened yeah you know what i yeah. mean yeah for sure absolutely so tell me how you um find out about sociology as you're leaning towards philosophy what sways you over towards sociology hmm. is there a moment damn that's a good question i feel like it was a class but i can't uh i can't remember exactly what class it was it might have been, it was some class about, like, niggas, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something that was, like, very specific, though, that was like, oh, all right. Because there wasn't a lot, like, at BC and shit. Yeah. But there was something that was like, yo, I'm going to do this. This is intriguing. Because right. if we can, if I can dig as deep as I think I can, there's some shit in here. Yeah. Like... There was one class I had that was, like, about torture in America. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, that shit blew my head. Like, just taught, like, ideas of, like, how violence has developed in societies and shit and, like, how people remove themselves from state-sponsored violence. Like, very wild shit that was, like, oh, yo. I yeah. let me take some more of these. Right. Like, yeah, there was a couple. I can't remember the specific class because it, it had to be early for me to pick that as my major. But yeah, it was. There was courses that because you went in undecided and then for sure. But thinking yeah, yeah. maybe philosophy and then went, oh, never mind, sociology. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like something happened. I was like, yeah, I'm off it. I, yeah. Now, do you have? eventual post-secondary goals you think you'll get a master do you have a master's nah yo i i thought about that shit and was like nah no like you don't want to be stuck in academia forever yeah man because yeah. i don't know like i think that might be might be why i chose to go this route and shit artistically and shit yeah. just because I remember being in a lot of those classes whilst enjoying the sociology coursework that i was taking thinking yeah. that uh like, yo, I just just say it, yo. Like, I feel you that we, you're referencing all the previous work and like we're using all the terms, but like, just tell niggas what it is. Like, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like reading a reading a text that I'm fucking with and being like, 
if I want to tell this shit to the homie, I got to like fucking break down 40 things before I can tell them this idea. You know what I mean? Or like I'd have to sit with that shit for like three hours and be like, okay, what's the like truest, truest true of this thing that they trying to say so I can tell somebody this shit and they can use it. Like, right. Just felt too, too elitist at some points. You know what I mean? Yeah. So didn't want to even do that. I saw you didn't have anybody in your brain trust that you could discuss these things that, that you were learning in, in like a concise manner? Yeah, yo, it just felt like, like you know, when you're trying to get important stuff across to people, uh, like sometimes you need brevity, yo. Yeah. Like sometimes brevity can do it. Yeah. And like, I don't know, just over-intellectualizing shit isn't the, the way to fix the shit. Yeah. Like, let's fix the shit and just say what it is and then do it. Yeah. Like, we can talk about that shit for forever. Right. You know what I mean? What I'm going to do, like, be a professor, write another book, try to get tenure. You know what I mean? That's, right. I just saw it as that. No yeah. disrespect at all. And shout out to all the professors whose books I read and have learned from. But, right. like, for me personally, I, I couldn't see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? What was your high school... Um, demographically like versus college, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, was it a culture shock ethnically as well? Or, or like, um, you know, racially really is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Did you go to a mostly uh, black and Latinx school in mm-hmm. Miami and then you go to Boston College and it's like mostly white? Yes. Right. Yeah, 100%. It was just like, it was the biggest like, oh shit. Right. Yo, where, where's everybody? Right. You know what I mean? Like, like moments of literally looking around, yeah. like looking for niggas. And Boston like, is also uh, historically and inherently like pretty fucking racist and r- racially super, segregated as well. Super. Right. Super. There's that like weird uh, like Irish yeah, shit. And, right. You know what Townies I mean? and whatever. Yeah, that whole thing. Like so, cats be forgetting they didn't, they was once not white <laughs> is is this the first time in your life uh that you're really having to apply learned code switching uh in the academic setting i mean yes but no also because of the gifted shit yeah. so i was oh, kind of primed right. to be in like in the class setting yeah. with primarily whites you know what i mean yeah. like i was privy to how that went down and that you had to like appear as if you was hype and you know what I mean all the little the little shits like and then that's so I was straight in that regard it was just like the the whole setting of it all like just being there and being like oh shit where all y'all are white oh fuck like did you ever find your people in Boston um a little but not really was uh, it an overall lonely experience yeah, really? for sure. Yeah. That was yeah. Those were definitely the moments where I was like, I don't really like any of the stuff that people are doing. Or like any of this shit. You know what I mean? Like going to stuff and hanging around niggas but still being like, This is dumb. These niggas is just drunken off Molly, like yeah. fucking have very gray with consent. You know what I mean? Like oh, super yeah, yeah. you know it's yeah. just gross, gross, like gross, like so it was very much like that's when I started burning and shit 
and was like, oh, yo, I'm going to just, like, smoke weed and listen to music, you know? Yeah. This is, this is cool. Right. This gives me peace. I feel very angry most of the time around these cats, so I'm going to just duck off right. and just listen to some music some more. Maybe listen to music I haven't heard, and then just started just getting very, very down the rabbit hole with shit, like, yo, I just found this album, oh, fuck, yo, I'm gonna get an extension on that paper, because I just found two albums I need to listen to right now, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, can you take me down like that, that rabbit hole a little bit? <laughs> like, was was there something that, was there one that opened the door to the rabbit hole? Mm, I mean... That this might isn't have been a test a, of like your music cred. This is like no, 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 put, not put at people all. On game, you know. No, 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 not at all, yo. Because I'm, I'm not even gonna say no like wild, obscure shit. I was just doing the like, let me listen to everything that niggas have ever made type mode. Yeah. So that was I'd always been on the like Mad Lib and Dilla shit. Yeah. Like digging for that shit, but that was when I went like. Phew. Like, yo, I just found this uh, this tour CD. This, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, weird this, shit. This like Japanese-only release. Yeah, yeah. yo. Like, yeah. asking, it, like, yo, you got this raw cake joint? Like, da 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 Like, gone. Yeah. Yeah. Are you online at this time, meeting other kids and maybe, like, message boards or on Twitter or wherever, mm-hmm. like, finding, finding other people online? Mm, not even, yo. Because that was my thing is yeah. in, like, uh, around that time that I really got into Doom in 2002, 3, 4, whatever, mm-hmm. um, I was on rap message boards. Okay. And so it was Word. me really, like, going back and learning about Word. so much other rap that I didn't know about growing Word. up through other people that I had never mm-hmm. met in real life. Word. You know? Yeah. A matter of fact, you saying that reminds me of some shit. There was yeah. definitely like a couple of there was like maybe two or three dudes that I would hang around like here and there mm-hmm. uh back in school and shit. And they started like a little like blog and yeah. shit. Yeah. And um I was like, yo, I like digging for music. I'm a I'ma join this shit with y'all and like do write ups or whatever the fuck. So like dabbled in that for a second. Yeah, right. And that was like the little moment of like emailing cats that I was listening to and yeah. shit and being like, yo, I'm trying to da 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 like very briefly though. And yeah. I think there was I don't know what happened. There was just a moment where I was like, yo, this shit is corny. Right. Or like maybe was like interacted with two cats whose music I listened to and was like, ah, this nigga dumb. Like, Don't meet your idols. Fuck this. Just like random cats. I think it was, yeah, there might have been some concert at like a BU shit. Yeah. Like one of these niggas' managers and his manager was like, yeah, sorry, man. We were going to do the interview, but, like, uh, we were just doing fucking acid with Absol all night last night. And, da, 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 and I was like, uh, I don't like this. Yeah. I'm cool on doing the, like, music journalism shit. Yeah. And also, a lot of these rappers are corny. And don't be talking oh, about man. shit. Yeah. So then I just started smoking a whole lot of weed and listening to a whole lot of beats (laughs) and so when does it go from being a beat consumer to a beat producer and how what's that transition like there was a moment where i came home from school and was uh to miami yeah 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 back to miami and uh 
I had a homie black aunt who like as I was growing up like knew that he like made beats and recorded raps at his crib and shit and I'd been there a couple times went to see him play maybe like a couple times when I was in high school and um I think I was just like writing a little bit and then came back to like hit him and was like yo can I come like record some raps at your house and he was he said yeah and so then I did that and he gassed me up so then I just kept doing shit when I got back like met some dude who was like yo I got access to some studio at Mass Art or whatever yeah I don't really know how to use the equipment but like you might be able to lay vocals down yeah so I just started doing little shit like that, not really putting any of it out, just like doing that for a minute. And it wasn't until after I like left school, because that happened at like the tail end of college, maybe like junior year, senior year. Yeah. Primarily not senior year, actually, because junior year I like went abroad and shit and came back and was like, yo, I'm going to do that. Where'd you go abroad? Uh, London for like half a year. That's sick. That shit was fun was as hell. Was it dope? Yeah. Yeah, super fun. I think that was one of the reasons I was like, yo, I know if I go to Boston College, they got a program I can go where I can go to London, and they yeah, pay for it. That's dope. So I ran that, like, all the way up. I want you to continue the story, because I feel like I could do a whole other podcast with you just about your six months in London, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, sure. there's yeah, a yeah. hell of experiences. But um, so at the tail end of college, you're, you're using the facilities on campus to start making music? Uh, Yeah, like on other campuses. Okay. There weren't any at... There wasn't on... on yeah, okay. at least not that I was privy to or that were allowing the type of shit that I was trying to do, yeah. you know? Yeah. I was just trying to be in there high and just, like, say some shit in the mic and see how it sounded or if it sounded good, yeah. you know? Yeah, So a couple of homies was letting me do that, and I was like, all right, this is cool. And then after I left, I went to New York and started taking shit, like, serious and shit. What drew you to New York? Mm. I was going to move to Cali originally first, and then just, like, the situation fell through, and there was something else that, uh, yeah, just the situation presented itself. Like, someone hit me up and was like, yo, I got this spot if you want to move yeah. to New York. And I was like, yo, hell yeah, and just went. Did but you I have, always, like, a social work job lined up or anything? Nope. Nah. I was. I just had a, a spot that was, like, definite in a house. Yeah. That was like our the lease was figured out and they was just gonna add me on a lease or whatever. Dope. What part of New York was it in? Uh Brooklyn, like yeah. right off of, uh right off of Chauncey on the J train. Okay. Yeah. What what's that transition like? That shit was fun. Were you living with other artists? Nah, one cat who was like a visual artist, but not anybody who like rhymed or made beats or anything. I was like trying to figure that out. Like was like, yo, I'm here now. Let me find who my people are going to be. Yeah. Or, like, at least the my like-minded cats out here. And so how'd you start finding them? Just going to shows, yo. Yeah. I was, like, very much, like, trying that's, to That's find, how I did it, too. You know what I mean? When I moved out here after college to L.A., mm -hmm. that was it. I just would go to shows. You're like, yo, what's And up? I would just be cool. Like, you know what I mean? People always say, how do you get involved with this scene? And it's like, just be cool. Just say what's up. Yeah, yo. say what's up to be people. yourself. Yeah. Be normal. Smile, like, shake. You have a good handshake. You yeah, know? Like, that's you know what it. I mean, let yeah. people know that you're solid. And that's be it. solid. That's it. Yeah, I was just looking for like homies uh, whose beats that I was fucking with, like on like maybe that was around the time that SoundCloud was kind of doing its thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like 
just looking for them niggas, seeing if they had shows and going to those and then being like, hey, yo, respect. Like, yo, who are you, dude? Thanks for saying respect, but who are you? Yo, nah, just, I just wanted to say that. And then we'd exchange information or like with smoke outside. That was usually, you know what I mean? Go to yeah. a show and be smoking outside and be like, yo, respect, nigga. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. And then these niggas started to become like friends after, you know, if I see you a couple times and we smoke together, maybe I'm going to invite you to my crib and then that, that would be it, you know? Right. And so by this point in New York, are you making beats nightly mm. or weekly? Or Yeah, I definitely like went full speed. Yeah. After I got to New York and then maybe... Uh, I'm trying to remember what there was a thing that happened. Like, I think the homie Live uh pulled up to New York, and yeah. I had, like fucked with some of his music, and then I went to one of his shows. Oh, so you're talking about Sifu, not not Live? Nah, not yeah, my bad. Uh, no, yeah. respect to Olivia. Yeah, Pink Sifu. Because she was in about. that. She was in New York at the, that around that time too. I think maybe according to her story. Okay, maybe word, this word. could have been later. Word. Yeah, but no proceed. So you meet Sifu in New York. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, we got it, like, kind of cool, and I think I remember that he was using a 404 or some shit, and I was, like, trying to find a beat machine at the time yeah. and found one on Craigslist, and I remember he was still in town at the time, so I hit him, like, yo, I'm about to go got, buy this 404 off of Craigslist. Can you come with me to make sure it works? Yeah. So then we did that. He told me it was straight. Yeah. Did whatever he was doing, and then I got that shit and was like, all right, Let's figure it out, yo. Yeah, yeah. And that was like so. Now, how, 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 how do you meet Liv then? Back then, it was it at a show, or did you had you heard his shit on SoundCloud? Like, what was it? Yeah, it was like the same. It was like mutual shit. There was some some song on SoundCloud that I liked, yeah. and then some cl- some song of mine that he liked also. Yeah. And yeah, so I saw he was out here and was like, "Yo, I'm a slot." It's been crazy this um, year in talking to people that are just kind of you know. In mm-hmm. you guys' orbit, in your scene, kind yeah, of, yeah. he seems to really be. I mean, this is probably the third or fourth podcast as I mentioned that he just seems to be like a spoon that stirs the pot. You know what I mean? And like really gets everybody to connect. For sure. Yeah, that's an interesting role. Yeah, yeah, bro, be having his ear open. Yeah, for yeah, real. yeah, yeah, right. And so at that point, you're pounding out beats on a 404, and you're writing raps. Yeah, and recording over your own beats. Um, nah, not at all. At that point, yo, yeah. I was, I'd like pretty firmly decided that I was like not gonna rock on my shit until I felt it was a certain to a certain caliber so you were just shedding yeah. you were just practicing yeah just getting putting my time in you know yeah. I was just putting my time in and like rhyming on the homies shit that I had met uh and then D shit like cause I liked his shit for a minute so yeah. he was sending me some stuff that I was rapping on uh-huh. but yeah yo I was just like padding it out mainly working with Han 11 Mm-hmm. Like the homie from Philly who was living out there. Would you be going back to visit Miami at this time? Mm, Ever? Not a lot no. here and there. Because I would there. imagine around that same time, that's when like the South Florida scene is like really popping on SoundCloud too, mm-hmm. but which is like a totally different vibe than yeah, what yeah. you're involved with. For sure. So it's like. Yeah, that's actually, that's tight that you mentioned that because yeah. that m- makes me think of like a couple couple times like when i just started getting my feet a little wet yeah. like maybe it played one or two shows in yeah. new york at that point it was like yo all right that, that went okay right uh came back to miami just 
like for whatever reason for a little bit and was like going out you know what I mean and like that was definitely I feel like a little after Raider Clan time yeah like what maybe like 2016 or some shit like that right so it's like you got all the dudes from West Palm Beach right mm-hmm. like Wi-Fi's mm-hmm. funeral and yeah. slump god it was a whole interesting X, all those dudes mm-hmm. yeah thing little going on around at that time and yeah yeah it was funny it was funny for sure yeah. <laughs> different you, yeah you probably didn't fit in well in that scene yeah nah nah right. nah i there was like one time i was like i needed to record something and uh Black Ant was out of town or something. He wasn't around. Right. So I, like, hit the homie who sold weed and shit to, like, because I knew that he was at a studio at night and then went there and uh, was like, oh, my, yo. I, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, seeing niggas in, coming in and out of sessions and shit, like, while waiting for whatever, maybe, like, hour yeah, I think I just booked an hour, and the dude was con- he was confused. He was like, "Why do you just want an hour?" I was like, "What do you mean?" Because I I wrote raps. I just need to record them. Yeah, I'm like I noticed. What do you What are you talking about? He's like, "You sure you don't want like four or five? Yeah. And there was I remember walking in, and there was cats listening to some shit that was like like not just trash. Like yeah. they was listening to some like garbage beats, and then the the beat for uh elevators the outcast joint yeah, yeah. like for the shit they was gonna rap on and i right. was like these niggas do not think they about to make uh like redo the outcast classic right now like right it yeah it was a lot of like weird shit going on and i played like one of the beats that i had to load up when my shit was about to start and niggas was like what the fuck is that yeah like, nigga, what? You're about to rap on that? Right. Alright, whatever, yo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was like the one little moment I had a glimpse of what was going on, like outside of what I was thinking in the Miami rap shit. And was like, hmm, I don't really respect, but I'm not really on the same type of time as a lot of these cats. Right. Which was unfortunate because I'm. I was definitely like, I wonder if there's anybody in Florida on the same type time. There gotta right. be, right? Aside from Ant, like, yeah, <laughs> definitely was it. Like, all right, so I'd be doing this because I would imagine at that time, if we're talking like 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. I didn't really find out pinpoint you towards which is like abstract really sort of non um structured songs over really simple loops stripped down to their bare bones oftentimes no drums over them but just like mm-hmm. the best part of a song fucking looped you know yeah, what i mean yo. so that it's really like just your voice cutting through over a perfect sample right and, and when i think of dudes that do that kind of shit i'm thinking of dudes like you, Sifu, Earl, Mike, um, you know, all, all these guys, yeah. right? Yeah. And I didn't start really hearing that sort of stuff until around the uh, until around the time that some rap songs came out, like the Earl shit in 18, right? And that mm-hmm. kind of was my gateway to Mike and Sifu okay. and, and even Makami and dudes like that, Word. right? 
I say all of that to say, even though I didn't hear it until 2018, I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys were already on that in 2015, 16. Sure. And at that time, when everything was like crazy blown out 808s and fucking yeah. machine gun hi hats and yeah, and just... you know uh, ad libs and screaming and shit, that probably sounded weird as fuck at that time yeah yeah right? niggas was looking at us like we was nuts like, <laughs> like really that's all you're gonna rap over what are you doing yeah, yeah. where's all the fixings <laughs> yeah anywhere i went that wasn't like a home recording studio situation where yeah. like other cats was like had a moment where they would hear what i'd be rhyming on or whatever be like Yo, yeah what yeah yo did this is the shit like is it is it just playing or one part because it's fucked up? Right. Did you not send me the whole file yeah. and shit? You know what I mean? Is like, this the finished product? Yeah. yeah, yo, that's the joint. Right, right. Uh, no, let me run it through. Let me and then nah, yo, that's it. That's the joint. Right. You know what I mean? Like niggas thought we was crazy. I t- and I told them, and now that's the hottest shit. I, I told mean, them this shit was gonna get popping. Yeah, people was gonna be like, yo. We really fucking. I like that I can just hear him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Your whole orbit, all of the the dudes that I, that you are probably homies with, are a lot of my favorite rappers right now. This is my favorite uh, thing happening in rap. It's really like, I don't know, man. It just reminds yeah. me of like my underground scene from two thousand eight, nine, ten. You know Hell what I mean? Yeah. Like, like we were just this island kind of by ourselves. You know. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's lovely. Yeah, yo, so I love that what you guys do. Beautiful, thank you. Yo. It's really beautiful time right now. It is. It is. It's really like a fucking renaissance time, man. There's a lot of cool shit happening. Exactly. Yeah, it's a big renaissance. Um, so just this year, mm-hmm. you start off with the seafood project. Had that been bubbling for a while? Had you been working on it for a minute? Yeah, yo. I mean, we low key started like fucking around, like. Like around the time we met and like playing with the idea of doing some shit and then just timing and I wasn't out in Cali for a minute and da 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 da. But it was kind of like around when G passed, uh, Ross G. Yeah. Did. Yeah. Like we was like, yo, we need to just do it. So then we just locked in for like a little, um, a, a hefty minute. Yeah. And just bang that out. Yeah. Cause. Did you have a connection to Raz G? Were you guys homies? Yeah, man. Yeah, no the, yeah. Uh, were you out here in, in L.A. for a while before? Like, how long have you been out here? Sorry. I've been out here maybe, shit, like maybe three and a half years. Oh, no now. shit. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been a... How'd you run into G? Um, shit, he was... Because he was fucking with the Black Fist uh, project that me and D out there had did. Yeah. Amazing. And... um. So he was fucking with us off the strength of that. And, like, we got cooler. He had already known D for a minute. And uh, he asked us to come to the space base to, like, record some shit. And then we wound up doing, uh, like, an EP and shit, like, maybe seven joints. Yeah. On the Black Fist tip. And, yeah, yeah. we got tight through that shit. I'm going to have to go back. I didn't even know that. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we we never got the chance to put that shit out. Oh, it's not out. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I was like, I don't know how I missed mm-mm, that. Mm-mm, that shit never got the chance to get out. Mm. And uh, after we finished that shit, he was like, yo, me and you should do a rap shit also. Like, I'm going to just produce some shit for you. Come to the base. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And it was like, while we was recording that shit, they broke past. Yeah, pretty past. Yeah. yeah so... Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that shit was just that was bugged out. Yeah. So when he passed, that's when you and Liv put your heads together, like, yo, we should do some shit. Like we should finally stop talking shit and just do it, yo. Yeah. G had like hella albums just sitting. Right. You got to clear the hard drives. You know what I mean? Like, ain't no everything has a place, and you can always get the work done. It's you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, what was it like creating that with him? You guys really? I mean. It seems like Liv seems to, whoever he's collabing with, matches their brainwave really well. And so you guys really seemed like you were on a parallel plane for that whole record. Like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did you record in person with each other a lot? Or was it back and forth email shit? Mm, no, nah, we did all of that together. I was going to say, it feels like you yeah. were in the same room. Yeah, we yeah. did all of that together, for yeah. sure. Dope. It might have been like, I'd ask him to send me some shit beforehand so I could like right before i pulled up or something right but we recorded all that together for sure that's dope man yeah yeah that shit was fun just a very good cohesive record and you guys have some great features on it as well so i would imagine well you're working on that all through 19 and then put it out at the beginning of 20 um yeah like a lot yeah yeah a lot of 19 like a little chunk of 19 and then uh put it out like last couple of days of 19 so then it and then it came out on streaming and shit on the like beginning of twenty. So it got, it was like end up very 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 tail end of the year, like twenty sixth or some shit. Yeah, right. Enough to be like basically beginning of the twenty twenty release. Right. What do you put out next? Your your full length. Mm, I put out. I think I put out Black Skamata after that. Yeah. And that I considered that like a almost. It was. I was sitting on like a lot of work and wanted to do something that was like, this is where I'm at now. Right. So that was like just a, a chunk of stuff that was like, yo, I'm doing this. This is where my t- brain is at at this very moment. So I made it 10 and I'm, I liked it. Some, some cast took it as a full length and I guess 10 does make it that, but. That was very like I don't know. I put be putting like a lot of like thought into what I consider to be an album, and that was very like. Oh, so that yeah, that feels more like an EP to you or a mixtape, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe okay. something like. I that. thought it was an LP. My bad. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah, nah, not even. If you know? it reads like an LP, yeah, like it's, it plays like one, but it is short. It, it only is about a shower length. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I want people to read it however they want. It's, yeah, you know what I mean. And so then you put the beat tape out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. w- what was the why a beat tape? Um, just to get that shit off, yo. Yeah, just like, you just had a bunch of Lucy's that you didn't know what to do yeah, with. Yeah, like, I, I mean, just so many. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. many that I had to just like let some of those go. Right. Like, yeah, they was just sitting on my mind. Like, ah. And so then, just last month, right at the end of the year, you put out Mise en Place. Yeah. And that's a great EP. Thank you, yo. And it knocks too. Thank you, yo. Yeah. And so that's your most recent work. And I, yeah. and I will say um, that I think, and I could be wrong, but I think there's even a jump in stride even from that, or from Black Schematic to that, mm-hmm. right? Word. Like, I feel like even between those two projects in six months, you came into your own more as a rapper even in that little time span. Does that make sense? Yeah, for w- sure. Why? What happened? I don't know. I was really trying to, like, just best myself. Yeah. Like, you sound really comfortable like, on Museum Plus. Yeah, yo. I was trying to cut away the fat. Like, yeah. 
that's what this whole journey has been. There's there's like a like a grand like statue in the middle of this big ass marble brick that is my brain uh -huh. that I've been trying to chip Should away be. at for a minute, and that's that's definitely the first like glimmer of like ooh nice there's the head you know what yeah. I mean and like oh, okay the the arm is gonna look like this you know what I mean right and that yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah, yo. I think that EP is great. And um, and I think if your 2021 continues to look like that, there's going to be a lot more people talking about you. Word. You know what I'm saying? Word. Bless, man. After as busy of a year as you had, mm -hmm. have you taken any breaks or are you, are you just diving? You're still diving headfirst and keep going? Yeah, yo. I'm, yeah. I'm just going. Like, I don't know that the, the, the the water always don't hit the well, so when it do, I'll be trying to take a sip. You know what I mean? Boom. Yeah. So I've been taking big gulps because that shit is full right now. There you go. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, you got to fucking tap into the creativity when you, when the juices are flowing, man. Yeah, man. Because, I don't know, God forbid there's a moment where, like, it's just not hitting. It might not hit for nine months, but yeah. I'm going to have bodies of work from when it was hitting, so niggas ain't even going to know. You know what I mean? Right. That'll be, it'll be just time for me. Just like, shout out to G on that. That was like the thing that I definitely learned from him on some like, yo, word, you like four or five albums ahead. That's just done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just sitting on, you know, they'll, when the time is right, but you yeah, know what people I mean? will be will be bugging out over the shit that you're putting out this year, even though you've already got. It's like, oh, you're listening to my 2016 shit. Wait till you hear my 2021 shit. Yeah, yo, yeah. that's the type of shit. And yeah. like, I don't know, I like that shit. It keeps it, it makes it fun. It keeps that shit fresh. And like, I don't like for the brain to be stagnant. So it's fun for me to be like, yo, let me work on this right now. Yeah. All right, let me work on this today, you know? So real quick, what is life like right now? What's California like for you? Mm, that shit is, I mean, it's been cool. I mean, with recent shit, it's been like what it is, you know? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. But before that shit was tight. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> All right, Morph, thank you for coming through. I appreciate the time. Thank you for having me. It's nice to get to know you. Yeah. Uh, tell the people where they can find you online. Young Morpheus uh, on everything. It's Y-U-N-G uh, Morpheus. M-O-R-P-H-E-U-S. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the the hardest part to remember is that there's no O in the young. Because you know, yeah. people go both ways at, at I this know. point. You can, get, you can have a Y-O-U or just a Y-U. You never know. I know, yo. I did Honestly, that shit was so whimsical. I don't even know how it yeah. wound up sticking, but yeah, here young, we are. Young Morpheus. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can find him on any streaming platform and uh, you can buy all of his stuff off uh, his band camp. But mm -hmm. uh, I think everything mm -hmm. is pretty much on the streaming platforms at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm letting niggas have it, you know. But yeah, but yeah, you know how it goes. Uh, if you are tapped into the scene that Young Morpheus is a part of, the the general rule is that you can find it earlier on Bandcamp because you should put up the pennies for it. Because yeah, motherfuckers aren't even making pennies off of the streaming platforms. So buy it off the Bandcamp and then stream it off the platforms later. Yeah. Right? Do that. That's it. Do that. Um, thank you for coming in. So look for Young Morpheus. You can find me online at It's Intuition. Uh, you can follow us as a unit at Kinda Neat. Particularly, go hit that Instagram. Also, you know what? I'm 40 years old, but I started a fucking TikTok for the show. I'm out here posting little video clips on TikTok. So if you're on TikTok, go follow us there too. It's 2021. 
you know nothing can stop us now you can uh, see everything wrapped up in a pretty package at kindaneat.net, and you can go to youtube.com slash kindaneat, where you're going to see young Morpheus perform a song called... Uh, that joint is called Championship Spliff. Championship Spliff, which he's smoking right now. Uh, so go to youtube.com slash kindaneat, see young Morpheus perform that. That said, right. that's my boy Morph. Respect. My name is Lee, and this was Kinda Neat. Mm-hmm.